Hey everyone, and welcome to the Royal One Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to discover your purpose, embrace your identity, and engage faith tenaciously. I'm your host, Dr. Lysandra Barnes, life coach, Bible teacher, author, speaker, and founder of Royal One Enterprise, which is a women's empowerment company. I am so excited to be back with you all. It has been a long time since I have dropped some new content, but I am so happy to be with you today. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Um, Before we jump into our topic today, I want to say thank you to everybody who reached out to me asking how I was doing, wanting to know what was going on, and wondering when I will be dropping new content. For those of you who do not know, I've been traveling since mid-May. I had a few things in my family come up that I needed to to focus on. So I did that. And then I did some traveling. Now that I'm back home, I've had some great experiences and I have some new content for you. So I'm so excited that you guys are going to join me on this journey. And I just want you all to know that I appreciate my online family. Oh my gosh, you guys are so amazing. I love you all. Thank you so much for checking in. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and re-listening to episodes Why there was no new content out. But just so you know, new content is coming weekly. I'm gonna have some stuff for you. I'm excited. God has put some amazing things on my heart and I'm ready to share it with you. In today's episode, we're gonna be discussing the journey of trying again. Now, this is something that is so near and dear to my heart because I have been in a season of trying again. It hasn't been easy, but it has been one that has been challenging me to the fullest. See, here's the thing. There are some situations that we encounter that we get so excited about and we have so much anticipation that it's going to have this amazing after effect. But when it doesn't go the way that we planned it to, we can be left feeling disappointed. We can be left feeling sad, hurt, and defeated. So instead of giving up and just saying, I'm done with it, I'm not going back to it, I tried it, it didn't work, I want to encourage you with five tools that you can use to embark on your journey of trying again. So are you guys ready to go on a journey of empowerment? Then let's go. My mom came to me a few weeks ago and asked me some questions about my goals that I set for myself at the beginning of the year. And a few of the goals that I set, I was able to succeed, but the other ones that I set didn't go as planned. And I was a little discouraged by them and I just kind of put them off to the side and I didn't want to revisit them at all. Well, she came into my room and was talking to me about trying them again. And for the most part, I didn't really want to hear what she had to say because I was in a place of defeat. I just didn't want to try again. And she was giving me every reason why I should try again. As I was listening to her, I really was creating a whole list of reasons why I couldn't try again. But then I decided to do something that I normally wouldn't do. I decided to listen instead of Coming back with an excuse, I just listened to what she had to say. And it was interesting because it felt like as her words were, you know, hitting my ears, it was breaking down that excuse wall that I had built up on the inside because of the failure that I felt from those goals not being accomplished. And I told her, okay, mom, I'm going to do it. At the time, I think I said it just so she could stop talking about it. But when I said it, it made me sit back and think about it a little longer And then I started wondering, what was it about that situation that caused me to stop everything and just give up? Because I'm not a person that normally gives up. 
I'm the person that uses that quote, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. I'm the little engine that could. I try, try again until I get it right. That's just the kind of person that I am. So I had to really begin to unpack what was it about that situation that got me scared, that got me so defeated that I didn't want to look at it again and I didn't want to fight with it. You know, I was thinking about the children of Israel, when God told them to go spy the land out and see what's there. And when they came back and told everybody like, oh my gosh, the land is flowing with milk and honey. All this amazing stuff is there, but there are giants in the land and we look like grasshoppers. There's no way they could do what God told them to do because they psyched themselves out and they were discouraged. And when they came back, they all cried and said, oh, we can't go into the land. And they left it there. I don't want to be the person that sees the goals that I didn't fulfill as giants and myself as a grasshopper. Like, no, I want to be David. If I see a giant, I need to knock that thing down. So I want to encourage you in this moment to not let that goal, that relationship, that situation hold you captive. You are not a grasshopper. You have God on your side. And if he's telling you to do it, try it again and look at that thing and say, who are you great mountain that you shall not bow low? Or who are you, you uncircumcised Philistine in the words of David, that you are standing against the God that I serve. I have a purpose. I have a plan that is on my life and it's time for me to fulfill it. So I want you to know it is okay to try again. You know, I also think about Simba from The Lion King. Now we know that he left when his dad got killed. And then we see Rafiki come back to him to remind him of who he was. But he was so afraid to go back because he had to face the fact that he thought he killed his father. And he was like, it's just too much. The past is too much. And Rafiki said, the past is going to always hurt, but you have to learn from it. And I think that is an important thing to remember is that although we did not fulfill the goal at the beginning, but we have to learn from that and then keep it moving. So if I think about the children of Israel, they had to learn from their mistake. When they decided that they were not going to go into the promised land, they had to wait 40 years to try it again. And then 40 years later, there was a whole new group of people that it was time for them to go in. And the Lord told Joshua, it's time to possess the land. That time they did not complain. They did not say, woe is me. They did not rehearse the past failures. They said, all right, what do we have to do? Give us the plan, Lord. We are going to walk it out. And so I want to give you those tools as to how to walk it out. You know, one thing I realized is that if you try it out, you're not losing out on anything. I think sometimes that's that other question we hear in our mind is, but what happens if I try it and it doesn't work? You are still going to be in the same place. So it doesn't hurt to try it because what if it does work? What if it does happen? We have to start thinking about the positive and not the negative. interested in starting a podcast but feel overwhelmed because you don't know where to start? That's where Buzzsprout comes in. It's the easiest and best place to begin. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. 
Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. So follow the link in my show notes and let Buzzsprout know that I sent you and you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. And it also helps to support my show. Welcome back to the show. Now, let me give you five steps to help you try again. Number one, do not get comfortable in your disappointment. This is so important because we know from the beginning that we had a disappointment that stopped us in our tracks, but we cannot get comfortable in our disappointment. I am reminded of a story. Ladies, you're going to completely understand this one. I moved back home about a year ago and I needed a new hairstylist. And I was looking in town, looking for somebody who did hair the way that I prefer. And I found someone and it really wasn't a good fit, but I kept going back. Every time I left the salon, I did not like my hair and I knew I had to come home and fix it. So every time I left, I was disappointed and I would keep making appointments, hoping things would be different. But every time I left the salon, Same problem. Every time I would call my cousin upset about my hairstyle. I was going to make another appointment and I sat for a second and I heard the Lord tell me, do not make another appointment. And I was like, what? And then I heard him say, do not get comfortable in disappointment. Every time you go to that salon, you already know you're going to be disappointed and you have grown comfortable being in that place of disappointment. And so I challenged myself to go find somebody new. Although I was apprehensive because, well, it's going to take a lot to find somebody else. What if I don't find somebody else? At least I know what she's going to do. I felt more comfortable in the chaos that I knew than the peace of the unknown. I decided not to make that appointment. I was nervous, so I waited longer. My hair started growing out and it just was looking a mess. So I had to find a new stylist. And so I went on Instagram. I went on Facebook. I started asking people about a new stylist. And lo and behold, I found a stylist that I loved his work. I booked an appointment and I get there. He does my hair and gives me exactly what I want. It was an amazing partnership. And I realized on that day that I can get exactly what I want and I didn't have to settle any longer. So I've been back to him multiple times, but I learned so much from that experience that when I was comfortable in disappointment, I did not get what I wanted. And me not trying again would have left me in that place of discouragement. But by taking the chance and trying again, I was able to get exactly what I wanted. I just walked in and said, this is what I want. And I received the reward that I was looking for. So I want to encourage you in this moment to not get comfortable in disappointment. I'm reminded of Joshua 1, 9, and it says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So when you feel like you're in that moment of discouragement or you feel like you're in that moment of disappointment, take the time to be reminded that the Lord is with you wherever you go and that you can make another choice. Amen. Amen. So point number two is to identify the roadblock that's stopping you from trying again. Now, in John chapter five, it is a great example of someone being 
honest in identifying the roadblock that's stopping them. We have Jesus having a conversation with this paralyzed man who is sitting by a pool for 38 years. And Jesus comes up to him and he asks him, do you want to be made whole? And here's what the man says. He says, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. So he identified his roadblock. Why can't I be made whole? Because somebody else steps in before me and I have nobody to help me. Jesus then goes on to say, pick up your mat and follow me. We can fix this whole thing right now. For us, we have to take that moment to be able to identify what is that roadblock that's stopping you. Take a second, close your eyes. Go back to that moment where you tried that relationship or you tried the business or you applied for the job or whatever it was, you wanted to build that relationship with your parent, whatever that situation was, go back to that point and think, what happened? Was I rejected? Was I abandoned? Was I disappointed? What happened? How did I feel? Defeated, insecure. By identifying that roadblock, you're now able to pinpoint what's stopping you. Because if you don't know what happened or why it happened or when it happened, you're going to always just say, nope, I don't want to talk about it. I'm done with it. And you want to run away from the issue. But I think it's time to take control over that situation. And so you're no longer letting it have power over you, but you're having power over it. And then when you identify what it is, you can look at it and say, wait, it's not as bad as I thought it was. And then you can begin to face it. So I ask you, are you ready to be made whole? How will you respond? And the other thing I love about this passage is that he didn't remain in that place. He decided to take the other choice and he got up and picked up his mat and he followed Jesus in the same way by identifying that roadblock. It was no longer a hindrance because when the new opportunity arrived, he was ready to take it because he realized that I have nothing else to lose. I should try something new to see if it can work. So just know that by identifying your roadblock, it'll give you the courage and confidence to step out because you are releasing that power over you. So now that you've released the power over you, I want you to learn from your mistakes. And that's going to be point number three. Now, this step allows for you to look at the circumstances from a different perspective. I want you to evaluate what went wrong. Was it the marketing? Were you not clear about the direction? Was it that your resume had a typo? It could be something really small, but now that you can look at it from a clear perspective, you can then see what happened to cause you to not move forward. Another thing you wanna ask yourself is, what could I do differently? Now that I realize what the mistakes were, what would I wanna do differently this time? What new strategy am I going to use so that I can have success the next time that I try again? And then another option would be to ask for help. A lot of times we struggle in this area the most. And for me, I'll just be honest, I struggle sometimes asking for help, especially when I feel like I have to have all of the answers. And when something doesn't go right, this is the best time to ask for help. There may be someone else that has a little bit more experience or expertise in the area where you are falling short by asking for help 
eliminates the idea of self-sufficiency. I love the scripture in Matthew 7, 7 through 8. It says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. So why not ask for help? And I think it also releases God to begin to work on your behalf. Because if he's saying, I will supply all of your needs, then how do you know what my needs are if I don't tell you? And so he'll also provide people to come into place so that the provisions can be made. And so it allows us not to trust in ourselves, but to trust that God's plan is going to allow us to come in contact with those who have the things that we may need as well. Point four, rebuild your confidence. When we get disappointed, our confidence goes down and we begin to talk ourselves out of trying again, believing that we cannot do it. See, you have to step out of your comfort zone and take a risk. You are capable of doing great things. You just have to believe that you can do it. I encourage you to start by speaking positive affirmations over yourself. Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat of its fruit. I realize that sometimes the enemy that's holding us back is not outside of us, but it's the enemy in me. If I tell myself I can't do it, then that's what's going to manifest. So what happens if I start telling myself I can do this? Although it didn't work the first time, I still can do this. I am capable of doing this. The thing about it is that you have to believe in yourself, not because I told you to, but because you actually can do it. Remind yourself of your why. Why am I doing this? What am I called to? I know that there is a reason why God is asking me to step out and actually perform this. And I think about the story in Luke chapter five, where Jesus is asking Peter to launch out in the deep for a great catch of fish. But here's the thing. Peter had worked all night and didn't catch anything. He was actually cleaning his nets when Jesus told him to go out and get some more fish. And he had to rebuild his confidence in that moment and say, I tried it. It didn't work, but now I'm going to do it again. And then he follows through with it. And then he gets a great catch of fish. And that's the thing is that when we rebuild our confidence in that moment, we say, nevertheless, I'm going to trust you, Lord, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it afraid. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to try it again. And I think that confidence is so important because sometimes we want to do it on our own. But in the times when you're feeling like you're not confident, you could be like Peter and say, but at your word, God, I will. I may not be in my own confidence, but I'm going to lean into your confidence because I know if you're telling me to do it, there's going to be success on the other side, which leads me to point number five, do it again. Now that you are empowered, you have changed your perspective, you've learned from your mistakes, you've asked for help, now it's time to try it again. We are going to put ourselves out there. We're going to have that business launch. We're going to continue writing the book. We're going to try love one more time. We are going to be available to try again because we know that God has our back. We know that God loves us. We know that we are capable of actually completing this. We believe that we can do it. Always remember that you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, smarter than you think, and twice as beautiful as you could ever imagine. When you go in with a positive mindset, you will be ready to conquer whatever comes before you. I know that I am more than a conqueror. I know that I am loved. I know that I am wanted. I know that I will fulfill the task that's placed before me. I will 
will not allow a negative narrative or defeat to hold me captive because I can actually do it again. There is a line of people waiting to hear what I have to say because God has placed something on my heart for those who are called for me to reach. And the same for you, whatever field that you are in, there's a group of people waiting to hear what you have to say about that idea, about that relationship, about whatever it is that you're doing. So be courageous and know that you are about to walk into your next level moment. Are you in need of a life coach? Let me coach you. As a life coach, I specialize in areas of faith, life, and self-love. My coaching mission is to empower, encourage, and inspire people to discover their purpose, build their faith, and enhance their self-esteem and self-worth. My goal is to create a one-on-one partnership designed to empower you to discover your God-given potential to fulfill the dreams and goals already on the inside of you. I look forward to engaging with you and help you reach your next level moment. To schedule a session with me, click the link in my show notes or visit my website at lasandrabarnes.com. You heard the music, so you know what time it is. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Royal One Podcast. I look forward to providing you with more encouraging content that empowers you to discover your purpose, embrace your identity, and engage faith tenaciously. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show about purpose, faith, relationships, or anything in general, just email me at info at You want to book a one-on-one coaching session with me? You can just click the link in my show notes to schedule that session. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and comment to the podcast. You can follow me on social media at Miss Royalty 143 on Instagram and Twitter and Dr. Lysandra Barnes on Facebook. Remember to purchase a copy of Rejected to Accept It. It's online. Go ahead and click the link in my show notes. Last but not least, you've been listening to the Royal One Podcast, where I empower women the royal way. Have a blessed day.